Okay. Hi. There's a little delay. Hi, Cam. I, Callum, sorry. I kept wanting to call you Cam. I have a cousin named Cam. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too. Um, this is my first Zoom recorded interview thing that I'm doing. Okay. Oh, well, good. I'm flattered to be your first. All right. So Callum, are you in uh, school at all or anything? So uh, I'm, a, I'm out of college now. Oh, congrats. Yeah. Community college. Uh, oh, I went to a community college too. Nice. Cool. I live in Virginia. Oh, okay. I'm from Illinois. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, you got your associates. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know if I ever got a degree per se, but I learned what I needed to learn. I, I do a web design business, uh, blueridge.media. Oh, that's great. Okay. Well, web design, I mean, there's always going to be a demand for that. My uh, younger brother, his major for Penn State is multimedia design. It kind of falls under that umbrella, that sort of thing. Yeah, and, uh, that's cool. Um, yeah. And then my favorite class was graphic design, which was just so enjoyable because... Oh, yeah, I took some of those. Know. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an artist and a writer. Uh, I actually do oh, a webcomic. Oh, you do? I didn't know that. Well, what's your webcomic called? It's uh, Siblings of Steel. Siblings of Steel. I'll have to remember that. You should send me a link after we're done. I will. It's like a sci-fi mystery webcomic. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So yeah. is it... I, I assume it's not... Um... Is it like a little more of like a grown-up comic or is it more like all ages like how Emmy is? It's all ages like Emmy is. I oh, okay. I wanted to do something that wasn't afraid to be, you know, intense or a little dark, but yeah. nothing that would be like, you know, mentally scarring or anything. Right, right. Nothing like R-rated or anything no. like that. More uh, like uh like Clone Wars, you know? Yeah, yeah. Something little more commercial but like it's got some action and high stakes but like a kid could watch it and yeah. read it yeah yeah and uh i guess with that I i'll do the introductions hello everyone yeah. i'm callum quinn um i run the webcomic siblings of steel i also do the youtube channel callum quinn creates uh where i review cartoons and do videos on how to make comics and uh with me today is my friend dominic and so I'm going to cut around this, but how do you pronounce your last name? <laughs> <laughs> you could just say Cellini. Yeah, that's yeah. how most people say it. Yep. Uh, and with me is my good friend, Dominic Cellini, creator Hi. of uh, Emmy the Robot. Yeah. It's nice called... to meet you, Qu Callum, and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, I found your comic like nine months ago, and I just thought it was delightful. Oh, thank you. Thank it's you. So, it's so happy. I for some reason I kept expecting there to be like some dark twist. I I kept reading it and I was like, is there gonna be like a, a twist here? And, and I mean, not to spoil it, but I mean there kind of was, but not like a yes, not like a horrible horrible thing happening. Uh no no it's not. Uh, I'm not doing a bait and switch. I'm not doing a um happy tree friends where you know it looks cute but it's gory. I, I wasn't doing that. I know I got a lot of that in the beginning. People uh don't trust cute things on the internet, which is understandable. You know, we've yeah. all been fooled and uh, I, you know, th there's nothing wrong with that stuff too. Uh, it's fun, but with Emmy, uh, no, Emmy is meant to be an all ages comic. Uh, things certainly uh, do get higher stakes. I would say um, there are 
uh, dark undertones to the world. There is certainly um, some share of dark humor, of course, but nothing uh, I think that a kid, you know, couldn't handle or uh, wouldn't enjoy. I think people forget that kids like dark humor. When mm-hmm. I was uh, growing up in grade school, some of the most popular books we read were the um, Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events. Uh, if you're close to my age, you might be more like my brother's age, but I think they were still popular then. Uh, yeah. You know, they're full of great gallows humor. Yes. I I mean, my favorite joke from Emmy is where the one robot's like Russian roulette. <laughs> yeah. <Dennis. laughs> well, that, that's the nice thing, you know, uh, with Emmy, I'm certainly not, um, uh, you know, trying to push boundaries too much. Like I said, it's all ages, but uh, I think in uh, mass media, things can be uh, so um, fussed over, you know, yeah, like you said, picked over, uh, you know, there are seemingly innocuous things that, uh, you know, a major network or publisher might say, like, oh, you can't do that. Uh, being able to do comics independently, I'm more freed up, you know, um, the kind of jokes I do are more up to my own discretion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's something I quite enjoy about it. Oh, uh, so I have a list here. I have a list of questions because I thought maybe yeah. maybe a good idea. You know, I keep hearing about all these interviewers who have lists of questions. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, sounds crazy, but I'll try it. <laughs> it's a just free form. Okay. It's good to write things down. I still free make form. lists myself. You know, how do you do, fellow kids? How about a free form rap? <laughs> <laughs> fellow um, kids, like we're not young. <laughs> You're young. How old are you, Callum? So I'm 21. Oh, okay. Yeah, you are young. Yes. Yeah, oh I'm a child. Are you a 2002 kid? 2002 kid. Yeah. How um, old are you? you I am. <laughs> I just turned 29 this summer. Oh. Um, so uh, I can tell you about the the Phantom Menace. Uh, I can tell you about <laughs> uh, all kinds of things you missed out on uh, when I first saw Pokemon cards. Uh, 9/11. <laughs> <laughs> all those fun childhood memories oh so fun yeah. most of those <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, some of them yeah that's that's really cool i i don't know i i like i don't know i like that that's nice <laughs> that's cool. it's nice to know when you're interviewing someone a little older because you think oh good <laughs> yeah you know i told a, a friend of mine Excellent. the other day i was like you don't know this, but I am old because like the gap for trendy young people just gets smaller and smaller. Pretty wow. soon we're just going to have like four-year-olds writing Twitter or whatever. <laughs> well, I promise you, I've been unhip since uh, I was younger than you. So. Okay, that's good. I feel like I'm in good company now. <laughs> so anyway, I'll let you get to your questions. Yeah. So my first question is, how did you come up with the idea for Emmy? And uh, what were some of your inspirations? Well, Emmy, uh, you know, came to me because uh, I'm a sentimental person. I remember I was cleaning out my closet at the time, and I'm just so bad at throwing things out. I hang on to things that I just, uh, I, I know I'll probably never use, but I always think, well, I could use this someday. And if I hold on to something long enough, somehow it has a sentimental value, even though it's something, something innocuous. And at the time, I had been thinking a lot about a sort of, how do I put this, um, a half-baked idea in my head, a story that wanted to explore themes of 
obsolescence and value and things like that, and a little bit of nostalgia. One day, as I was cleaning, of course, the idea of robots clicked to me. It was just a great inherent way to explore this idea. And it was like in that afternoon, from that point on, the following days, the story of Emmy just kind of unfurled in my head from there. That's really cool. Yeah, thank you. And um, as far as inspirations go, uh, you know, like I said, I'm a 90s baby, (laughs) but I grew up on, of course, movies older than that. I'm sure you did, too. Uh, One favorite of mine, it's from the 80s, but I loved it as a kid, was uh, Brave Little Toaster. Hmm. I think that's an obvious uh, uh, inspiration there. Toy Story has a similar, you know, there's similar types of stories because they deal with similar themes. And I grew up on, uh, like I said, Brave Little Toaster, those Disney movies, those Pixar movies. Uh, But also, as far as comics go, I'm a big fan of Peanuts and Calvin and Hobbes. In some ways, I think of Emmy's inspirations more as uh, comic strip inspirations more than graphic novels. Yeah, that when you say it, it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> Bear with me here. I'm still I'm still trying to get this interviewing thing down. Oh no! Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm patient. So I, anyway, yeah. So that's really interesting. Uh, my next question is. How did you start making comics? So you, you had this idea um, and you loved comics and you loved Brave Little Toaster and animation and stuff. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So when did you, at what point were you like, I want to do comic books? Well, uh, comics, you know, I, so in school at SCAD, that's Savannah College of Art and Design, uh, my major was uh, sequential art, which is just a, a fancy name for comics. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that major, it covers more than just comics. You're doing storybook illustration, you're doing editorial illustration, and also character design. Now, at the time, I was kind of just set on thinking, I'm going to be a character designer for animation. But, oh, and storyboards. It covers that as well. Um, I remember uh, we had to do a lot of comics as homework. We had to tell a lot of short stories and whatnot. And you just really learn to appreciate how uh, challenging it is to fit, uh, you know, a coherent and interesting narrative into very limited page space, Mm -hmm. uh, what you give attention to, also how to be um, sparse with your dialogue or not sparse, um, economical with your dialogue. It's how to get a lot of mileage out of limited dialogue because dialogue is space. And so with a greater appreciation of stuff like this, I felt confident enough to not at least uh, maybe not like write a whole graphic novel. But when I came up with Emmy, I just went to introduce people to this character. So I thought, well, I can make a few comic strips, you know, simple in, in the style of newspaper comic strips, you know, three to four panels. I started doing a few of these because it's just a great direct to consumer way of getting a story out there with things like animation, even though, of course, we all love animation. Animation involves an investment of time and money that many people just don't have. Uh, many people can do it. There's a lot of great indie animation out there. But uh, you have to be willing to do a lot of, I think, delegating. You know, you can't just do it on your own. Mm. You have to 
hire help. You have to uh, find some kind of funding. Uh, you know, you have to really schedule it out. Animation takes a very long time. Comics do too, but not as long. Yeah, that's really cool. Were you always interested in art uh, growing up or was that something you wanted to do? Yeah, yeah, I've uh, I've drawn my whole life. Uh, for as long as I can remember, pretty much as old as I could hold crayons. Yes, yeah, I've drawn my whole life. So uh -huh. I always kind of knew uh, deep down that I would do something related to art. Um, comics, uh, I wasn't exactly sure. You know, I enjoyed them as a kid. Uh, it's not one of those things you really think about as a job when you're a kid because you just don't know many people who do it. But, you know, that's the the path it led me to. That's really cool, man. I'm glad you're getting to uh, to live your dream. I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. So that kind of leads me to my next question. You talked about how you initially made just a few newspaper style strips. Mm -hmm. but it seems like it's kind of ballooned from there. Right. And you yeah. you said you you implied you had a plan, obviously. Right. For mm -hmm. how the story goes. So. Right. Can you tell us, if it's not a spoiler, how long Emmy's going to be? Well, that's tough to uh, gauge a little bit because I, I would say maybe at present we're probably a third of the way through Emmy's story. So we certainly got a ways to go. Um, right now, I, I have a, an intern as a, an assistant. She's wonderful. And I'm hoping in the future I can continue to have help or even bring on more help so that we can get through things, excuse me, uh, a little bit faster. I've been working at the comic, uh, I would say regularly since early 2020. Hmm. Yeah. So even though Emmy made her debut around summer of 2019, uh, really doing the uh, dedicated uh, web comic has been going on a few years now. And uh, even though you can probably read what I've done in a fairly short amount of time, uh, it, it takes a long time to make, um, I, I, sounds like i'm patting myself on the back when i say art at this level but what i just mean is uh full color uh sometimes full backgrounds not always but occasionally detailed backgrounds uh larger cast of characters these things do take a lot of time so i'm anticipating at least that emmy will go on for um uh, at least a few more years yeah that's i still don't know how to react to that because that's cool right but <laughs> Um, i know people are impatient but <laughs> they have to bear with yeah, me i mean I'm i mean one guy. no i'm not imp i don't mean impatient i just mean like you know i guess the like as the interviewer right you kind of mm -hmm. want to like have a natural lead into your next question and i'm really <laughs> blank <laughs> it's just like uh like i can well because when you realize and i'm sure of course you've learned this i'm not sure how long have you been doing your comic so I've been doing it since 2020 as well. Oh, well, okay. So I, now that you've been doing it for a while, I, I don't know how regularly you update, but you probably get a sense of how long it takes to do certain yeah. comics. Uh, obviously, it can depend if I'm just doing a uh, a black and white comic. If it's four panels of two characters talking, oh, that that's a day's work, you know, mm -hmm. if even that, if even that. Uh, then there are comics where uh, I have to do a little research. I have to pull out uh, my copious photo references i got to design something new mm. i have to figure out difficult shots uh, i have to handle multiple characters in a single comic 
those can end up taking a week. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Can you describe your process for like, I guess, taking a, an update, right? Just one update um, from idea for the update to finished thing. If you, how do you do that? What's your process? Well, uh, I have things, uh, first of all, I have you know, the story uh, written as a uh, outline and treatment, many versions of it. So uh, in some cases, in most cases, the scripts for each comic are written ahead of time. Uh, the way I write my scripts is that they're broken down just by panel, you know, a description of what's in the panel, then the dialogue, very unglamorous. Uh, it's just a word document. And I just get into Photoshop. I make my little grids. I set up my page. I do my roughs. Those are just my loose little sketches, or sometimes we call them thumbnails uh, in school. Those are maybe like a small drawing of what your comic panel will look like, the poses, just to kind of get the um, composition of a panel. So you just want to know, okay, my dialogue will go here. You know, so it'll take up this much space in the panel. The character will be here. Well, what are the what does the reader need to see? Hmm. Once my roughs are all laid out, I refine them a little bit. This is the longest process. Then uh, they're inked. I ink before I cutler. Uh, my assistant helps me with that now. It saves me a lot of time because I'm very meticulous with my inks. And uh, oh, and I should say this is digital. Uh, I do everything digital now, so it's in Photoshop. Uh, I start with a large document and. Uh, Let's see, get my roughs, get my digital inks. I lay in my flats, background color. Then sometimes I do dialogue first. I just copy and paste it. Uh, pro tip, uh, do you make your comics in Photoshop or do you use a different program? So I use Procreate. Well, I, I probably uh, should be better at Procreate. I never got used to drawing on the iPad. <laughs> uh, I should give it another chance or see if there's a way that I can, um, if it's available in Mac in, in any kind of way, because uh, I, I use a Cintiq and uh, I've, just, I've gotten really used to that. Cintiqs are expensive. I've had it uh, a long time, uh, but it's lasted me a long time. I like the surface. The, the iPad is so smooth and glassy to me that it it's never felt right. But Procreate is an incredible app. Uh, people make beautiful art with it. But in Photoshop, if you are someone who makes your comics in Photoshop, it does not um, run any kind of spell check for your dialogue. So do not type your dialogue into Photoshop, copy and paste it, and make sure everything's spelled right. Because anytime you do type something in on Photoshop, there's inevitably <laughs> typos and whatnot. Yeah. And, and with web comics, you know, as we know, um, you know, I, I I do treat it as professionally as I can, but it, it is somewhat of a, of an unprofessional, you know, enterprise in terms of, you know, there's no, there's no editor, mm. things like that. You know, ultimately it is just you directly to reader consumer. Have you tried uh, Grammarly? That's a really helpful. I get a Grammarly ad just about on every YouTube video and yeah, I've never even considered it for comics. You know, I generally have very good. obnoxious. <laughs> well, well I'm sure it's a great service. Uh, generally, you know, I, I was a, I was good at writing papers in school. Uh, I've uh, been a pretty good speller and grammar, but everyone runs into typos, especially when you're doing every other job. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like I write my stuff, you know, in a separate document as well, not just in the, uh, 
in the comic file. And so I run it. You run it that. through Grammarly? I run it through the Grammarly and it spell checks. And That's makes awesome. Sure. Yeah, it's That's really awesome. helpful. And it'll also help with like tone. So okay. if you want it to sound like action packed, you know, and maybe you wrote it very like robotic. Sure. You know, so instead of like, you that. know, uh, like hand me that stick, you're like, hand me that <laughs> stick. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't yeah. sponsored, by the way. <laughs> um I, no, I wish they would sponsor me. I, I would take that in a heartbeat but <laughs> you might get them someday yeah i might um but that does lead me to my next question um mm-hmm. so you're you're telling emmy's story do you have any ideas for stories you want to tell in the future is there like a thing after emmy a project you really want to work on yeah yeah <laughs> um keep it close to your chest if you want i i, I, may, I may have to um you know because some of these things they, they change so much by the time mm-hmm. you really start um putting them to paper even though i have written down some things uh even in that time i had uh this this big idea before any uh this really ambitious you know passionate story i wanted to do but i just wasn't sure what to do with it and you know, I, I'm sure a lot of uh, young upcoming artists run into this where they have this story idea in their head. They really care about it. It's really personal. And it feels like the big one. And, you know, maybe that doesn't usually end up being the best project to start with. Uh, it doesn't mean you can't. I mean, some people do start with their passion project and it works out great. But as we learn things, uh, it can be difficult with something you're so precious with. So sometimes when you start an idea that's a little more fresh to you, uh, you are more open to the possibilities. And since then, of course, you know, Emmy has become probably my most precious idea because it's the idea I'm putting out there to the world right now. But since then, of course, those uh, old ideas I've had uh, have been something I occasionally revisit and it's uh it's interesting just to see how much uh, I've changed and what I think is interesting about it now. Uh, you know, I look at certain things I wrote in the past that I never published or anything like that or or put out there, and I think, oh, I would do this completely differently now. Or, okay, I like this idea, but I would borrow this and maybe use it for another idea. You know, there are all kinds of things you can um, kind of scrap (laughs) you know take apart for parts uh you know there were ideas i had that i just used in projects for school you know where we would have to make a coherent uh visual art project language you'd have to design like characters backgrounds a storyboard for it uh there's one i did years ago called ghost and skeleton and it was uh really fun um I, i still like to draw them every now and then and uh, you know, if you go like way back into my uh, early posting before, uh, way before Emmy, before uh, I got big on social media at all, you know, you can still find some of those and see how uh, far <laughs> I've come since I was in school. And uh, yeah, yeah, obviously, I would uh, love to tell many different uh, stories after Emmy is done. Well, that's that's really exciting, man. I hope you get to tell those stories. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be just as good as Emmy is. And I like the idea that we can go back, you know, and see creators earlier work, right? Because it helps, it helps when you, you know, you look at like Leonardo da Vinci, right? And you're like, whoa, how did he ever do that? But I'm sure when he was like five, you know, he wasn't drawing like the Mona Lisa. 
<laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure he showed some signs. I mean, I, I think, yeah. I do think, you know, there's always some degree of natural talent, but I, I think we prefer not to emphasize that as artists because I think so often when people look at artists, they just think, well, you're just naturally gifted that way. Yeah. Yes, th there might be a natural inclination and yes, even gifts, but there's so much more to it. If you really want to be a working artist, it is work, it is skill, and it is practice. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is I just appreciate you've left some of your older work up so we oh, can yeah. see how far you've come because it's very encouraging. <laughs> well some of it i just never bothered to take down I... <laughs> yeah apathy can be a, a useful tool on the internet can't it yeah um, we, we all like to cringe at our old art yeah it's fun mm. i still have to put the original siblings of steel that i did up on i'm not going to put it up on my website i'm going to put it up on patreon put that behind a paywall <laughs> i don't want that to be people's first you know first response or first interaction on my Patreon, uh, on my uh, Patreon, I shared some early development sketches of Emmy. Uh, Emmy was a design I'd worked on for months before uh, ever sharing anything. Cool. I'll have to go check that out. And uh, everybody watching, you should totally check out Dominic's Patreon because it's very good. It's very enjoyable. Yes, please do. Uh, bonus comics every month. And now they will be getting early comics once again. So, yeah. Cool. I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Any stories after Emmy? Okay. How has the extremely positive reception of Emmy affected you? Um, I want more. No. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy <laughs> that validation. <laughs> no, it's um well, it took me by surprise initially. Not that obviously I, I was never someone who got like negative comments on his art or anything like that. Um, but I was uh, a bit floored by the overwhelming response uh, people had to Emmy. Uh, right away and uh it, it was very encouraging i admit it was a bit of the wind <laughs> in my sails going forward helping me stay motivated to just kind of turn it into a comic i realized like there was hunger for this right now and i said okay well let's just go for it and put it out there uh i think you know obviously as artists you know we want to say we don't do it for the validation you know we don't do it for likes and comments and that's true you know you shouldn't only make work that you genuinely enjoy making but i certainly won't act like i don't appreciate the support of my readers uh you know i i love hearing how much uh the comic means to people how invested they are in it and uh especially getting fan art that's very cool it truly is a, a delightful story and i can totally oh, thank see you. i can totally see why i mean it i was surprised right looking at it i was like this came out in 2020 this thing's blowing up <laughs> what a wild ride and you're you're making uh plushies now and oh yeah i got them right here i um we have our any plushie which sadly is not available right now this was from uh last uh december i believe uh it's so around cute. the holidays yes well she's a little reversed in my camera feed but uh yes that's my emmy and right now we got the campaign for madeline we'll see how she's doing you know she we got a ways to meet the goal so i may be the only one who has a madeline but they're together at least in my house that's and together in our hearts as well yes <laughs> um that is very exciting if i didn't waste all my money on graphic novels i would totally buy that <laughs> a graphic well it's good of you to support the graphic novel industry <laughs> <laughs> yeah um let's see are there any plans for a print edition of emmy 
plans. Yes. Um, the nature of those plans, uh, I am still figuring out right now, uh, but it is something I am currently looking into and working on. Yes, it will be a, you know, it's a collection, obviously. It will be the first part of the story. Uh, so exactly where I leave it off, I believe I know. Uh, but yes, everything that I would have in that first print edition is at least completed. Uh, well, actually, at least most of it. Uh, there will be some new material in there as well, just for people who buy the book. So even though people have been able to enjoy it for free online by buying the book, uh, I will include material that previously only patrons have enjoyed and some new material and artwork that uh, neither have seen. That's really exciting. Yes, it, maybe not a lot, but some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, I would just love to have a print edition in my hands. It's such a beautiful yes. illustrated story. It's so colorful and nice. And I get a lot of comments asking for one. Yeah. Very polished. Like it. I try. <laughs> just looks super nice. Even like the early stuff just looks really clean. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm even, uh, I, I try not to do it too much, you know, but even like for a book, I'd like to touch up some of it just a little bit. Uh, but it, it can be very tedious to keep it that clean, but it's nice to know uh, that the work is appreciated. Yeah, um, just be careful touching that stuff up because down that path lies madness, my friend. I know. <laughs> just me, I would warn against it myself. Um, don't get into the endless uh, revising. What's that quote? Uh, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like 80, just get it 80% good. And then exactly, put it, exactly. Move on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Are there any plans? Uh, so what are some stories that you, you've you really enjoyed and found influential? You mentioned Little Toaster and, and oh, Pixar well. movies and stuff. What's some stuff that you just read that or you watched it and you were like, man, that's really good. Other people should mm -hmm. watch that. Well, I, I often bring up Brave Little Toaster just because uh, it might be one of the most obvious parallels uh, in terms of tone and uh, themes to Emmy, of course. But, oh my gosh, I, I watch a lot of movies. I, I do read comics and I watch a lot of shows. Uh, I'm a big movie buff. I kind of cringe at my, <laughs> I kind of cringe at myself calling myself that. There are some classics that I have not seen, I admit, but I do try to watch a lot. I watch a movie, not quite every night, but at least several a week. Uh, oh gosh, there are so many good uh, ones for artists to watch, not just animated movies. I love animation but I think everyone could benefit from broadening their scope. So if you, you know, love superheroes, of course, don't just watch superhero movies, watch all kinds of uh, action thrillers and dramas and things like that. Watch a wide range of uh, movies, read a wide range of stories. It will, uh, it will inform your own work in unexpected ways. Uh, what was something? <laughs> This is a TV show. It's 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 not a comic, but uh, I've been watching Foundation on Apple. Uh, I, I bring it up because it's um, it's also science fiction, much different type of science fiction than Emmy. But uh, it was the books were originally written by Isaac Asimov, who uh, you know he came up with the three laws of robotics. Uh, Fairly important. Fairly important to the genre. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's for his worlds, of course. Uh, I remember when I first. Uh, made the comic people were asking about that they said oh does it follow the three laws i'm like well this isn't an asimov 
story. Those are for his. And even in his stories, they don't really follow all those laws to a T, but it's a great show. I just want to give it a shout out. Uh, it's great television writing. Um, but as far as more direct inspirations for Emmy, um, you know, uh, I highly recommend movies like, and, and the books, of course, Paddington Bear, mm-hmm. uh, stories about uh, a wholesome, polite character who just has a transformative effect on the world around him. That is delightful. Um, <laughs> this has been a, a, a delightful interview. Um, oh, yeah. I think we'll wrap it up here because okay, I, th- I think it's been really good. Uh, maybe we'll have you back on the show in the future. Well, I'd love to be back, Callum. It was great talking to you. Yeah, just you're a delightful person. Um, oh, you're a delightful comic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you. Thank you. Yes, yeah. I, I work hard on it. Of course, you can read it on Webtoons. You can find it on my Instagram, Domcell. Uh, you can probably just put my links in the uh, video notes yeah no worries you can I'll find me there yeah i'll have it all linked um and uh yeah thank you for your time i was gonna ask if there's anything you wanted to uh plug or advertise but i think you've done a good job well yeah i think we covered it we talked about what i'm <laughs> what i'm promoting so yeah and of course i've been callum quinn uh my links will be in the description and if you're watching this i, I assume you're on my youtube channel i don't know where else be seeing this so uh (laughs) but um goodbye everyone take care internet